So, Marine, you ready for this podcast? Absolutely. That's that's great. It's the very first issue of Issues and Songs. Oh, I thought we were going with Songs and Issues. Songs and Issues. Well, the 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 title is a working title. The thing is, because we we mentioned issues before we mentioned songs, right? So I thought we'd go with Issues and and then Songs. Issues and Songs. Yeah. Okay, so that's the official title, Issues and Songs. Issues and Songs. Right. Because we are going to discuss Issues and Songs and we need a theme tune that should start about now. Do you have it? I haven't made it yet, but I might edit it inside the podcast right about now after the recording. Do you have any ideas of the of the style that we would we would issues need? Issues and songs. That's that okay. <laughs> that's not bad. Let's try that. Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> Issues and Songs, the podcast, a podcast with issues and songs, and songs basically, yeah, the podcast. Hello listeners, hello everybody, and hello Marine to this very first edition of the podcast Issues and Songs, podcast all about the issues with songs also. How are you doing? I'm great. I do have a lot of issues. But hopefully we'll work through them today. We might not work through all of them, but maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Where You're in France right now. I chose one you, for today. Oh. I am in France. I live in France. Oh, wow. Uh, well, I'm uh, phoning you, sort of podcasting you from Sweden. So it's a cross-continent podcast that we're going to do together. And there's going to be some songs, of course, which we're going to be performing because uh, you are a musician. Well... Yes, okay. In the very broad definition of musician, I am a musician. Also, you are my sister. I am. And you are a health professional also. I, I, I am still studying, but yep. Well, that's going to be very useful for today because a lot of what we're talking about has to do with health today. And um, we are going to talk namely about uh, something that happened with the EU, the European Union, where they uh, sort of didn't really focus on protecting the, the best interest of the population and of Europe's nature by um, allowing some bad products to go through their nets. And um, you, however, want to focus on a different issue first the issue i want to focus oh are we going with mine first oh yeah i was i was talking about mine because it's coming up later but now we we're talking <clears throat> okay. about yours if you want that's what i wrote on my paper i wrote issue marine so yeah great okay so uh <laughs> the issue i want to talk about is sleep and more precisely naps do you like having naps I, you know what, not so much because I wake up funny when I have There we go. Naps. Now, I am incapable, incapable of having an efficient nap. I can't just like doze off for 20, 30 minutes and wake up and be full of energy and work for four hours. I wake up like a zombie after sleeping for three hours not knowing what year it is, not knowing my name, where I am, what I'm doing with my life. But do you know those things usually? I usually do, yes. I usually know my name. I usually know it's 2019. It is. Wow, already. Um, yes. I, I, I feel a bit the same. I, uh, 
It's, it's just very hard to move to move out of a midday sleep. But you've got a song about this yes. that you want to, uh, to so share. So you sleep in the afternoon, yeah. So you sleep in the afternoon and then your whole afternoon and evening is ruined because you slept for three hours and then you're a zombie for the rest of the evening. And then you go to sleep later than usual because you think, well, I had a three-hour nap, I don't need that much sleep. So then you're even more tired the next day and you have a nap again. Let's, it's like uh, an infernal circle. And so I've read a bit about napping and some people do these micro power naps which are less than five minutes and I don't think I would oh. be capable of doing that so I've tried to give myself a hand by writing a special lullaby for efficient napping. Oh wow, efficient napping, less than song. five minutes. Is your song under five minutes then? Yeah, it's about a minute. Perfect. That's it. That's so you can really... play it five times and have a long nap. Mm. Or have a really short, efficient, efficient nap. Exactly. That's the point. Okay. Off you go. This is an efficient lullaby For the working power napping people passing by For the working power napping people such as I You don't need to sleep up to avoid that caramel frap Just nap with that cat on your lap In a snap you'll be happy ASAP Don't fall in the long nap trap Have an efficient nap Efficient lullaby For the working power napping people passing by For the working power napping people such as I Efficient lullaby Efficient lullaby Efficient lullaby Time to wake up! Oh, Marine, that is delightful. I fell asleep during the middle of that minute and a half, and then I woke mm -hmm. up at the end quite abruptly. Oh, great. Wow. That's great. That's the point. It's so soothing. When I you wake up, wake up. It's healthy. But now I feel more like napping more. So isn't that a problem with micro naps? Yes. Well, that's the problem I have yet to solve. Still confused by that. Well, that, that's the problem I'm confronted with because of your song also. It's a beautiful song. There's something about, uh, if anybody listening knows, uh, and also if there's anybody listening, um, this, <laughs> that song by Leo Delib, something with two women's voices at the end. Ah, like you the, did duet at the, end. the duet of the flowers, quite precisely. Oh, we forgot to point out. The duet of the flowers. The duet of the flowers. We forgot to point out. We're both French. Ish. Yeah, so we, we're both uh, French and English. We've got uh, both nationalities. Right. Uh, what language do you dream in when you nap? Well, I have really boring dreams. <laughs> I really, really boring dreams. Like, I dream that there are some really great cereals that I bought. <laughs> and then when I wake up, I'm, I tell myself, yay, I'm going to have really good cereals, and then it was just a dream. Wow, that is... So, not much language in it. That is really boring. 
But you have that moment yes, where you go, yay, I'm going to eat that for breakfast. And then you realize, oh, it's yes. not there. I bounce out of bed really excited. <laughs> and then it's a huge disappointment. And it's always breakfast food. That's weird. It's never like pasta or some crisp or something. It's always breakfast food. So some sort of mini chocolate Weetabix or something. Yes. Oh, my God. I think I have had that dream. <laughs> with precisely those <laughs> those mini Weetabixes. Chocolate Weetabix. Oh, the, the, the mini ones, right? The little ones with, with yeah, little chocolate Yeah, we don't get those in France. No, they, they're not here in Sweden either, actually. Although they do have the oh. actual Weetabix, which is really nice because that uh, reminds mm. us of our, of our English side, doesn't it? The, the thing about me is that I have really, really complex, long-winding very convoluted dreams where lots and lots of things happen and when I have a nap in the middle of the day then I've got all this story happening and I wake up and it's too confusing and there's too much happening and it's quite disruptive to to my day um I've got a couple of fun facts for you Maureen because I knew you wanted to talk about naps oh yeah I didn't prepare anything for your issue sorry well actually there are some people <laughs> you didn't oh, research about um the glyphosate glyphosate you don't even know the name of it yeah, glyphosate. Well, uh, just to come back to sleep a little bit, there's something called polyphasic sleep, which basically means that you can have your sleep in various phases. So it's not micro-napping, but it's sort of spring it, spreading it out so you'd need less time to sleep to be more efficient. Oh, so you mean just uh, so concentrating the sleep into the deep sleeps part, is that it? Yeah, something like that. And you can have basically one longer sleep and then several smaller sleeps throughout the day. But then your longer sleep is only three or four hours so that you get the most efficient sleeping in. And uh, then you need less of the not so if useful sleeping. I don't know. I feel like all sleep is useful. I think even staying awake in the bed is useful because it's really nice and warm and cozy. But there's a uh, biphasic when you have two phases of sleep. There's something called uh, Uberman, where you have lots of tiny, tiny little ones and you keep going all the time and things like this. So that's quite, that's quite interesting. But did you know, Marie? More like Napoleon. Napoleon did that. I think so. 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Oh, Didn't yeah. need that much sleep. I think uh, Margaret Thatcher was also one of those. I'm not sure. My violin teacher also. Not, okay. They're not, they're not... Very interestingly. <laughs> they're not exactly inspirations i'd say thatcher and napoleon yeah, not role models per se probably if you hate miners in russia then you can sort of think of those as you know um ideal mentors uh, about sleep did you know <laughs> cats basically sleep a lot is what it says here um the brown cat sleeps 20 hours a day <laughs> apparently Oh, by the way, how's my cat? And does it sleep 20 hours a day? Okay, so I think it's safe to say it's my cat now. Fair enough. But that's an issue for another podcast. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'll have a song about for that some other time. Well, did you know it the really giraffe... It really is on my list of issues. Did you know the giraffe only sleeps two hours a day? Oh, wow. I've got another fun, fun fact about giraffes. Oh, okay, go ahead. How, how many vertebrae do you think they have in their neck? Uh, it must be either a lot or none at all, and they have something else, isn't it? So something like that? they have seven vertebrates, the same number as as us, basically. As a, oh, uh, they're just much longer. Mm, I don't know. Much longer, very much like the giant armadillo's sleeping time, which is eighteen point one hours a day. 
Wow. <laughs> How about the sloth? Okay, well, I don't know. I can't tell you a sloth, but I can tell you the golden hamster is on 14 hours a day. So. The golden hamster. So for 14 hours a day, he's been touched by King Midas. <laughs> um, okay, do you want to move on to your issue? Yeah, I think it's about time to move on. <laughs> oh. So moving on, moving on. Right, what I want to talk about is the fact that there was a study made for the European Parliament. So basically there was a document made by EU assessors and that's people that do research for the European Union, for the members of Parliament of the European Union. So these people made research for members of Parliament when, in, in Europe. When was that? Uh, this was last year in 2018. Okay. And in Germany, it's the BFR, they're called. It's like BFF, but slightly cooler. And with a German accent, they're called the Bundesinstitut für Risikobewertung, which is sort of the uh, National Institute for the Assessment of Risks. And it turns out that in their study that they made for the European Union, they just copy-pasted masses and masses of pages straight from the Bayer-Monsanto documents. And the study was about assessing the risks of Bayer Monsanto's main deadly, by the way, product, the glyphosate uh, weed killer, and everything killer, actually. It's a, so it's a very dangerous product used in ag agriculture that uh, Bayer Monsanto is trying to push to use more in Europe. And um, the risks couldn't be clearly assessed because the BFR, our BFFs in Germany, were just copy-pasting the stuff that Monsanto Bayer was saying anyway. So their own research, instead of relying on independently funded research, which is very mm. important. And then the EU just voted with that information, which was flawed, without using proper information. And um, so my song is about this... Uh, this issue but really more about the fact that I trust in the European Union to have our best interests at heart uh, and to protect us from great corporate dangers such as Bayer Monsanto which is a bit sort of the equivalent of Voldemort in company terms would you say? Yeah, Voldemort. Don't speak its name. Right, yes it, it pains me to say to say that the, the company that shall not be named and, and their <laughs> deadly products which are killing bees and di biodiversity. Anyway, we can, we can go a bit more into that uh, later. But basically, my point is, what's the point of having EU if EU don't care about us, if EU don't like us, right? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the song, hoping that EU can do your best, its best for us, the citizens, and protect us from these kind of things. Uh, it's called, what's the point of having EU if you don't like me? <laughs> oh, that's a really long song title. <laughs> what's the point of having EU if you don't like me? See the trust and hope from me that I put in you. All that I want from you, all that I do require from you is fair share of goods and joy will truly be if you 
be the best you But what's the point of having you If you don't like me Still my home Don't you soil the green Don't you spoil my soil The chemistry is between us And that is all The birds and bees are there for us For me and for you But what's the point of having you If you don't like me Ah, oh, that was beautiful Ben Are you sure? Or are you just saying that to be a nice sister? Both <laughs> that, that, That's great <laughs> Well, the birds and the bees are there for us For me and for you uh, but what's the point of having EU if you don't like me? So basically this Monsanto mm. product, you know it well, right? I do, yes. I've seen multiple documentaries. <laughs> oh, documentaries. Yeah, those are quite dramatic. Basically what, they, what this product is doing, which is called Roundup most of the time, right? Yeah. Roundup, glyphosate. Uh, what it does is it kills absolutely everything except the genetically modified crops that Bayer Monsanto makes. And once you've used it on land, you can only grow their specific kind of crops. Yes. And, and it's killing lots, of course, lots of things, because that's what it's made for. But it's also killing lots of bees, uh, which pollinate everything, right? They don't just make honey, they pollinate all nature to grow. And a third yes. of our food is directly dependent on bees. If the bees disappear, we probably have four years left. Basically, as a, as a species. Four years left of honey? Or you mean four years left? No, four years left of humanity. Of humanity, and then we all just die. Yeah, we all just die. That's not great. <laughs> but you know what Monsanto no. are trying to do? Is they are doing research, and now they also want to get into bees. So basically, what they're trying to do is to make a genetically modified crop of bees that are also resistant to their products, and then they can sell bees that pollinate stuff. So basically what they're doing in Europe, but also what they're doing much more in Africa, because it's much easier to get these uh, bad products through. And in India, for example, they're just destroying completely land, saying, here you go, here's some genetically modified crops, grow this. And then the land is completely dead and can only grow their yeah. Bayer Monsanto and stuff. And the farmers have to sign a contract. So they have to buy the grain from Monsanto every year, but it's uh, not cost effective for them. And so uh, Monsanto is responsible for many, many, many uh, uh, farmers' suicides because they can't afford to buy the crops again and their soil is ruined and they can't plant anything else. Exactly. So that's happening all around India, South, uh, South America, everywhere. So it's quite and now dramatic. it's allowed in Europe. And now it's allowed in Europe. So again, what's the point of having you? if you're not going to protect us from these kind of things, especially with our BFFs, the Bundesinstitut für Risikobewertung over there in Germany, just copy-pasting the house, and I'm doing air quotes here with my fingers, namely index and uh, middle finger <laughs> from both hands going, research from Bayer Monsanto, <laughs> right? 
So uh, the crazy thing is that I mean they're completely perverting the way that nature is supposed to work, which is you have crops and then you use those crops to create new seeds and then you plant seeds. And um, honestly, I don't have an issue against uh, GMOs. I do have an issue against Monsanto and Roundup, but uh, but I don't think that GMOs is the problem. No, the it's problem it's is, so much worse the than GMOs. The problem is the pesticides, right? And also they 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 create. Yes, because GMOs have uh, have the research has shown no bad effects from GMOs on health, uh, but research has shown very very serious health effects from the pesticides and especially Roundup, the pesticide used by Monsanto. Um, well, the Roundup, the one we're talking about. Yeah, and, and they specifically devised their crops to not be able to be reused. So also they're not allowed, the farmers, but they're not even easily reusable, meaning if you just want to take some seeds and plant them again, it doesn't work because the crops are made in a certain way, sort of taking, I'll, I'll, I'll make a, a metaphor here, two ugly parents of the seed to make a beautiful seed that gives a nice fruit. But then when all these seeds mix again, most of the grandchildren, right, are ugly too, like their, like their grandparents. That's the way that th these seeds work. So you can't reuse them. You have to buy every year big packs from Monsanto at a, at a big cost. And that's just not the way that nature, bees and birds, is supposed to work, right? Yeah, and so the, the there's a massive local problem for the farmers, for their crops, but also the villagers right next to those crops who use this pesticide. Uh, they have a high rate of cancer, cancer in children, like leukemia, uh, mothers uh, losing their children. Right, that's during uh, the pregnancy. I, I made a note yeah, here. That that's they formed the babies. That is so dramatic. I did make a note here. Don't go on too much about Bayer Monsanto's Roundup and glyphosate, glyphosate product. Glyphosate? Oh Glyph my God. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go. You had on. one word. Yeah, I didn't want to go on too much about that because the focus of the song is really, of course, there are bad things out there. But the whole point of having all these countries come together for the greater good is to have experts who, who vote and cast their votes with the with access to the best knowledge available. Yeah, so basically we still believe in the EU, we still believe it can be a force for good and uh, <laughs> please show us. <laughs> yeah, please show us and, and the very worrying thing is that if it's vulnerable to corporate money then that's what makes the failure of a democratic system. I mean, you can see that, I think, across the Atlantic a bit. Yeah, the, the European Parliament members don't even pay taxes, so they, so they won't be corrupt, but... The thing is, uh, you want to protect the integrity of your democracy from corporate interests. And when you have corporate mm -hmm. interests being able to influence that, that's when EU don't like us anymore and I think um, it's not a story of EU and me anymore. It's just it's a breakup between EU and us, really. Did you did you get the lyrics? Because at one point I, I did get the lyric. Very oh. good pun. <laughs> uh, I said, "Don't soil the green. Don't spoil my soil. The chemistry I, is between." Don't spoil the soil. That w that was a good one. Uh, the chemistry <laughs> is between us, and that's all. So the chemistry, meaning the love affair. The chemistry should be between the yes. EU and us, and not uh, de destroying you. the life in the soil of Europe. And actually, the whole world. I hope, 
I hope uh, humanity wins the battle against this this uh, this Voldemort of um, chemical products. So to sum everything up, um, eat local organic food if you can. Have efficient naps and have eat chocolate Weetabix. And eat the mini ones that are really tasty. The yeah. mini ones! Yay. Absolutely. Which are probably made with genetically modified Bayer Monsanto crops, so who knows? <laughs> so that's a. Don't say its name! Ah! <laughs> oh, so you're wrapping up the whole podcast because you have dinner plans. Because I have what? Dinner plans at half past eight, you said. Uh, no, I just think we've run out of, of things to say and I don't want it to be boring. Well, thank you very much for listening, uh, listener. Yeah, listener, uh, please feel free to engage with us. Yeah, and please tell us your dreams. We would love to hear about them. Yes, do share your dreams. Are they complicated? Are they simple? Do they make you struggle to get back into reality once you've finished your nap? Are you really disappointed with your breakfast? For example. Well, thank you so much, Maroon, for taking part in today's and the very first issues and songs. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Boom, boom, boom. Issues and Songs is a Oulala Microphone production. The podcast was mixed and edited in Valcourcra Studios. Maureen was voiced by Maureen and Ben was voiced by Ben. So, no surprises there. See you soon for more next Monday, probably. Hey, Maureen, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, very first podcast of Issues and Songs. And it's a podcast... You're welcome. I had nothing to do on the Friday night. Really? Are you, don't you have some sort of meal or something in, the, in about an hour? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> being ironic. Um, so <laughs> Attends, donc... Shall we start over? <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> That was shit. <laughs>